Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Oh, oh. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller? I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. My choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Welcome in, OutKick listeners. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us as we roll through the podcast here. Encourage you to go give us five stars. Danny G is going to be reading those, and he will be giving you rewards for the most entertaining five-star reviews out there. So get your reviews in. My buddy Chad Withrow swings by. We play a cut from my interview with Big Ten Commissioner uh, Kevin Warren that's a part of the Wins and Losses podcast. And Petros Papadakis with us as he always is in the final hour on the Wednesday edition. The Bills Mafia rejoicing over the beatdown they put on the Patriots. We will discuss that and more. It'll be OutKick and it will be usually live 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on all 50 states on 300 plus stations. But you right now get to roll into the podcast and listen now. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Everything is easy as we roll through that Buffalo Bills offense. I know that it felt like sweet redemption 
to many Bills fans to beat down the Patriots, even if Tom Brady is gone. A couple of stats that really jump out at you. Uh, From 2000 to 2019, the Patriots won 17 AFC East titles. The Bills won zero. The Patriots won 35 games. The Bills won five. 20 years of futility going up against Brady and Belichick and company. And then last night, an absolute beatdown going on. Bill Belichick was so upset, he was throwing the phone uh, on the sideline, and this game was never really close at all. Several big storylines that I would say are worth paying attention in this game. First of all, I believe the Bills are the biggest threat out there right now to the uh, to the Kansas City Chiefs and all of the AFC. I think they have the offense behind Josh Allen to be able to put up 30-plus points on anybody. This offense is rolling. Their defense is starting to play at a higher level. And so if you're telling me right now, hey, somebody's going to beat the Chiefs in the AFC, and make no mistake, the Chiefs should be the favorite, I would go with the Buffalo Bills. Now, are there reasons why Bills fans should be a little bit nervous? Certain. You haven't won a playoff game since 1995. Josh Allen last uh, last year in the playoffs, different player, different quarterback, but he's advanced to an entirely different level right now. In fact, I think Josh Allen is playing this year as one of the three best quarterbacks in the NFL. And it appears that Aaron Rodgers is now going to be the MVP, but I don't think there's even anybody out there who can argue right now about the three best quarterbacks in the NFL. And they are Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen this year, right? Just this year. Historically, Aaron Rodgers has been great for a long time. Patrick Mahomes is playing at a different level than most quarterbacks over the past couple of years. The elevation in Josh Allen's game that we have seen this year, particularly in his accuracy, going from around a 58% accuracy passer to around a 68 or 69% accuracy passer is a really major accomplishment. And so I think as you break down everything in that world, it is worth thinking about whether he can maintain it in the years ahead. And by the way, the addition of Stefan Diggs, who nobody could cover last night uh, on the Patriots. Obviously, the Patriots have issues in their secondary now with Stephon Gilmore. But this was a beatdown. And it was never particularly close. And as a result, I think you have to make the Bills a legitimate threat to win uh, a uh, to win and advance the Super Bowl. Bills Mafia, I think you should be ecstatic. Just consider what they have done since uh, what? Since the end of November, they have won four straight, five straight games by double digits. That's a pretty impressive accomplishment. And they've beaten some good teams along the way in winning all those games by double digits. And oh, by the way, the only game they have lost since they lost to the Chiefs way back on a Monday night game in October is, and a lot of you will remember this, the Hail Mary game against the Cardinals, which, frankly, the Bills looked like they had won until that miracle Hail Mary pass. Uh, But they have handled the Steelers by double digits, destroyed the Patriots last night. They handled the 49ers on the road in Arizona. Uh, This is a team 
that is rounding into shape at exactly the right time. Now, one of the things that I think is intriguing about where the Bills find themselves right now is what do they do? Do they care about the two versus the three seed? Right now, they have the tie break over the Pittsburgh Steelers, so they would be your overall two seed, all right? So if they are your overall two seed, they would be matched up if the season were ending right now against the Cleveland Browns, okay? If they ended up as the three seed, they might be matched up against the Baltimore Ravens. There's still a lot of different moving parts here. So interestingly enough, they may have an incentive to beat the Miami Dolphins, but if they do, then they upset all of the different apple cart of who exactly they're going to be matched up against. So I think one of the intriguing questions that's out there for the Bills uh, in particular, because they're in at the two seed right now, is almost checking to see what the Steelers are going to be doing. Because if the Steelers decide to rest all their starters, as the expectation seems to be that they would, then the Bills would win the tiebreak if both teams ended up losing. I think if you are the Bills or you're the Steelers, you don't really care about the two versus the three. That's my opinion. I think in a no home field advantage year, does it really matter very much whether you're playing in Pittsburgh or playing in Buffalo? I don't think so. Weather's going to be relatively similar. You know you're going to have to go through Kansas City at some point in time, probably in the AFC Championship game. So I'm not sure that I would want to risk the health of my top players given how good Buffalo is playing going forward. Okay, that's the big takeaway from last night. My top five in the NFL right now, the OutKick top five, we do this every single Tuesday. Sometimes we've had to bump it to Wednesday or Thursday this year because of all the different days games have been played on. I've got the Chiefs as the overall number one team out there. All right? I have got the Chiefs as the one seed. I have got the Packers as my two seed. All right? I think those are the two best teams in the NFL right now. I'm still going to slide the Saints right now in as my three seed, although I think the difference between the Saints and the Bills is minuscule. Really, I think the Saints have a little bit better defense, which is why I'm going to put them in at the third spot. The Bills' defense has been coming on, but I'm not sure that they have the same caliber of defense they have uh, earlier in the season last year when they were dominant defensively. It's a totally different team than last year. And then I've got the Seahawks as my five. So my five best teams, as you run through them in order, I've got the Chiefs as my one, the Packers as my two, the Saints as my three, the Bills as my four, and then I have got the Seahawks sliding in as the fifth best team in uh, the uh, NFL. How would you assess that top five dub? Good top five, bad top five, what would your analysis be? It's tough to even imagine another team that you could argue to be in the top five. I think the top two especially belong there. The top four, I think, is another separation between four and five with Buffalo and Seattle. And the funny thing about Seattle, their defense is absolutely on fire right now. It's playing incredibly well. And when you, you look back in time, you know, six or eight weeks ago, I don't think Russell Wilson's going to get a single MVP vote. If you would have said that to anybody eight weeks ago, people would have laughed at you and called you crazy. But I think that streak's going to continue just because of Mahomes and Allen and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it's interesting because 
One of the fascinating things about the evolution of Josh Allen is we knew coming into this season, Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers are different level caliber quarterbacks. I think the idea that anybody would have argued, hey, you know who the third best quarterback is going to be in this entire season? Josh Allen. I think if I had come on and given you that prediction, many of you out there would have said that's an absolutely insane prediction. I think almost everybody out there listening right now would say, you know what? Josh Allen is clearly one of the three best quarterbacks in the league this year as we roll into the playoffs. So that is my top five. Up next, my buddy Chad Withrow. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Hymns Sex Shoes and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hymns has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's h-i-m-s.com slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you, or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, for Forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express Employment puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com, ExpressPros.com today. Joined now by my buddy Chad Withrow at Withrow Zone. You can find him on Twitter, 104.5 The Zone. Um, we are rolling through the program, obviously, the final Monday night football game of the year. We now are into the final NFL uh, week of the season. And Withrow, there's a lot of different things I think we have learned, but I just went through my top five teams in the NFL. And I'm curious what your breakdown of these five would be and what uh, additions or subtractions you may, might make to the list, all right? So I still have the Chiefs as the best team in the NFL, even though I think they clearly are bored with the season and even though the last six or seven weeks they haven't been that impressive. I've got the Packers as the second best team after the beatdown they put on the Titans. Saints as the third best. Bills as the fourth best. And the Seahawks as the fifth best I think you could maybe argue about that order but is there any team that you think should be considered a top five team that I don't have in my top five no I think you nailed it Clay and and I would even say that there's a bit of a separation after the Chiefs and the Packers yeah I think when you go from two to three you look at the Packers in the NFC Chiefs in the AFC and then that drop off to number three in the Bills um, I, I really think it's those two are kind of starting to separate themselves. But no, I, I would go exactly with that that top five you just laid out. Saints look great offensively uh, with Drew Brees back, and of course what Alvin Kamara was able to do uh, on Christmas Day. I, I like them included in that top five. No, I, I think the one and two. It, it's really it's been to me kind of Chiefs and then everyone else all year. But I'm starting to see the Packers emerge as maybe Chiefs. Packers and then everyone else in the playoff field all right so of that combo between the Chiefs and the Packers it seems like Aaron Rodgers has now taken over as the potential favorite to be the MVP in the NFL right call wrong call between Rodgers and Mahomes it's Aaron Rodgers uh, this year I mean it was look the Titans are terrible on defense but I mean it was surgical what he was able to do in the snow against the Titans and I know that's just one game, but I mean, you look at his body of work, over 70% completion percentage on the year. He was 21 for 25 last night in the snow. I mean, they could have picked a score against the Titans, what they were able to do on offense. It is amazing watching him play. It's fun watching both him and Mahomes because they can throw from so many different arm angles and, and they can get rid of the ball in such interesting ways, how they can just flip it out there so effortlessly. Uh, so much fun to watch both those guys. But, look, I think this is uh, this has been Aaron Rodgers' best year statistically. Uh, certainly uh, drafting a quarterback for the Packers 
I, I don't think it backfired for the organization. Maybe backfired for their future plans at quarterback, but yeah. that certainly motivated Aaron Rodgers, and it only helped the offense because he has been stellar this year. I, I think that it's it's definitely Aaron Rodgers' MVP to lose at this point. Yeah, I think it's an intriguing question for the Packers because it doesn't look to me like Aaron Rodgers is going to be done next year as an elite passer, right? And so you've got this first-round quarterback, and the only reason to draft a quarterback in the first round, in my mind, is to take advantage of the fact that if you find a successful first-round quarterback, they cost almost nothing, right? And so you can break it down and say, well, uh, you know, the guy might be on the open market worth 25 or $30 million, but now they're going to be paying a lot of that salary out to a guy who never really takes the field in Jordan Love, assuming that Aaron Rodgers stays healthy. And I'm like, what in the world are they going to do with him? Because I was kind of of the opinion, maybe this is the last year for Aaron Rodgers coming into the season, but now I think you would have to be insane to to even think about moving on from Aaron Rodgers. And so you probably got two years left with him, which means by the time you get to maybe even considering going to Jordan Love, he's already in his fourth year. Well, it's almost like the Packers love to create their own quarterback controversy. You look at what Brett Favre, look at what Aaron Rodgers came into. Yeah, As, you know he slipped all the way down in the first round. That the Packers take him, and then he's in that awkward spot where he's sitting behind Brett Favre, a guy who's got no interest in giving up the starting quarterback role, a right. guy who's got no interest in mentoring a young Aaron Rodgers. There's been resentment, but uh, from Aaron Rodgers' side at least between those two for years because of that. And then Aaron Rodgers comes in and he's great. He, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. By the time he starts, I mean, hopefully, if you're a Packers fan, Jordan Love be a Hall of Fame quarterback also, even if he starts uh, in year three or four. But they've definitely set up a scenario where they're probably going to have to do something similar, where they're going to have to go to Jordan Love, or maybe they decide to go to Jordan Love before Aaron Rodgers is done playing. Then you're going to see another Brett Favre situation where Aaron Rodgers, I don't think he retires like Brett Favre did, and then comes out of retirement to play for well, I guess he played for two different teams in the end. But I think you're going to see Aaron Rodgers move on because of them drafting Jordan Love in the first round and probably playing very well. And maybe even like when Brett Favre led the Vikings to the NFC Championship game, you may see a situation where Aaron Rodgers does great things with a different organization, which would be weird for people to see. How much of a dumpster fire is the NFC East, and how bad do you have to feel if you are an Eagles fan and your team has already been eliminated from the dumpster fire, right? I mean, when you look at everything that's gone wrong with Washington, the Cowboys, and uh, certainly as well with the Giants, all the injury situations, I mean, we can run through them, but Saquon Barkley obviously out with the Giants. Washington just had one disaster after another. They had to, uh, to go ahead and move on from Dwayne Haskins, but Alex Smith coming back from one of the most devastating injuries of all time and now playing, and then uh, certainly the Cowboys. I mean, we can just run through a litany of different issues they've had from a health perspective, but Dak would be the big, you know, massive story there. And then the Eagles are the only team that doesn't get in there. And and we made the argument, I think it's true, the Bucks, if they hold on to that number five seed, might have gotten the best matchup of anybody out there in the entirety of the wildcard round, even though they'd have to go on the road. They could end up being the biggest favorite in the wildcard round. Yeah, Tom Brady wins again, right? Like the guy doesn't yeah. win enough, and he's going to win again with that matchup. Here's the way I've described the NFC East, Clay. The NFC East is Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins is the NFC East. That They lost a game and they went to the strip club maskless 
then got a lap dance, and then got cut. And, and by later. the way, that, that's not oh, yeah, that's a that, that's an amazing year. analogy. But also, by the way, next level dumb. I said on the show yesterday, I, you, you're not going to be surprised by this. I don't care about what choices guys make out as long as they're legal outside of uh, outside of work, right? As long as you perform and you make legal choices, I'm not ever going to be the guy who's like, oh my god, you know, grabbing my pearls and feigning, saying I can't believe a guy went to a strip club. It is, however, next level dumb to not only go to a strip club in the middle of the NFL protocols without a mask on and get your picture taken. Like, I I mean, it it just (laughs) blows my mind that you would be knowingly having your picture taken when you're violating the protocols like there right there. So there is tangible evidence of what you did. Right. And uh, and look, I mean, I've taken my family to we went to go see Wonder Woman, which I'll get to in a minute with you. Uh, We went to the Universal Studios, uh, you know, with all these places that are open up. But it's pretty crazy in general to even think uh, the way that scenario breaks down, that he would be dumb enough to make that decision, especially when you're already, by the way, on the chopping block you already know because you've been demoted to third string, it's only by the grace of God you're even getting an opportunity to start again and potentially prove that you're worthy of still being given an opportunity to succeed. It's pretty wild to think about. Well, here's the craziest part of it, Clay. It's late December. You couldn't have waited yeah, until that's true. season. You two weeks. Have waited what? Ten two days. Or three weeks yeah, whatever it is. To yeah. go to the strip club and get your picture taken, mass or wherever, without the, with or without the picture. Just wait. I mean, I, I don't understand it because you're making that much money. You can wait till after the season. But if you're that hard up to go to the strip club and it's mid-October and you're looking around and thinking, man, there's two and a half months left in the season. Also, I really got to get to my local strip club. You can it's bring – I don't understand it, but it's December. You're a multimillionaire NFL athlete. You can bring the strippers to you if you're that committed to the strip club lifestyle, right? You don't have to go to the strip club. If they call the strip club and they're like, hey, this multimillionaire pro athlete wants five of you girls out to his house, they will be there as quick as you can snap your fingers. And oh, by the way, don't take pictures there either. But it's not as if you even have to go out, right? Like you can bring the party in house even if you want to violate protocols, which again, I would say is not a smart move because you could still test positive for COVID then and lose the opportunity to start, which is worth tens of millions of dollars to you in proving that you're still a first-round caliber quarterback in this league. Now I'm just picturing Dwayne Haskins actually having his own strip club at his condo or house or wherever he lives. Yeah. But he's also going through NFL COVID-19 protocol, and he's got someone at the door doing a temp check. That would be, or, or has, he has his own doctor who's doing, who's testing everybody when they come in. Whatever. Look, I had a Halloween party. You know this. Like, I'm not the guy who's sitting around saying, hey, you can't make decisions that, that matter. But I was out at a Nashville bar recently, and I was talking to a bar owner, and he said he had been talking to one of the players, and the player had said, if we are seen in a bar, not a strip club, a bar, our team let us know that we are in super serious problems and we will actually end up losing our paycheck. So if you've been told that about a bar such that you're talking to bar owners and saying, hey man, I'd love to be able to come out for a beer in an open bar in the city of Nashville, 
you would think that a guy like Dwayne Haskins would sit around and, and, and or somebody advising him would say, hey, man, this is not the right call. And now, I don't know, his NFL career may be over. Maybe he'll get a backup opportunity. I don't know. Uh, some of his money is guaranteed. So, uh, you know, at least he'll be able to make the initial contract. Uh, but but he, he may be done at 26 years old. Yeah, it just, I mean, you go back to it and you look at all the bad decisions made by that organization. And now, because of all this, Dwayne Haskins is right close to the top of the list uh, for a first-round pick. I mean, you invest in that position, Clay, and you know this. You're not just investing in physical skills or arm strength or anything else. You're You're the CEO. Yeah, You're investing in a brain as the quarterback. When you take a quarterback in the first round, you're investing in every piece of that person and that player. And it's quite clear now that they did not invest in the right brain when they drafted Dwayne Haskins to play quarterback for their franchise because it did not work out, and he's just obviously not very bright. Yeah, I mean, and and by the way, smart people do dumb things, and and that's always, especially when you're young, you can do dumb things, but it's the series of bad decisions, right? Like, when you already know that you've had your number one job taken away and you've been demoted to number three, and when they have stripped away your captaincy and all these things, you should be aware that your standard for behavior is already on a very, very, very short leash. Like, you don't have very much opportunity to prove that you're still the guy. And so, you know, look, we've seen Ryan Leaf not be able to handle the responsibilities of being a number one pick. We've seen a guy like Jamarcus Russell not be able to handle the responsibilities of being a number one pick. Like, that can happen, right? But to just have somebody fall apart like that is uh, it's a tough scenario, I think, to break down more than anything else. Well, and it goes back, you know, on draft night, I remember it was very odd, his reaction when he was slipping in the draft. And you could tell there was kind of a chip on his shoulder, but when I'm watching it and thinking back on it now, I'm also thinking, seems like a guy who, when he feels disrespected, doesn't necessarily bounce back the way you want someone to and, and prove the world wrong and really go to work about it. It's almost like someone when he feels disrespected in the least bit that he's going to go in the wrong direction at that point. Yeah, maybe that's a little bit of Dwayne Haskins. But but again, I mean, you could do so many things as an NFL player, right? You can. Do, I mean, I, I and I'm just like you, Clay. I'm not going to sit there and this is not a moral judgment or anything else. But there are so many things he could do for fun that doesn't get yourself in trouble with your team. And when you're the quarterback of an NFL team, especially, and you're that visible. You've got to be smart enough to know the things you can and can't do. And that is just clearly something that this season you can't do. And he did it, and he got cut. And he got his picture taken, which is the thing about this that is even more mind-blowing to me because that would seem to be like clearly you're famous enough that that picture is going to go out at some point. How do you pose for a photograph is just beyond me in addition to all the other bad decisions. One of the challenges in general, we're talking about the difficulty of projecting quarterbacks. Three years ago, when the NFL draft happened, there were five guys that went in the first round. The two that got the most criticism by far, I think you would agree with me, uh, and or the most attention, Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. So far, as we can prepare to finish the third year, they look like the two best options from that class. Now, Baker Mayfield's been okay. It appears Josh Rosen may never get a fair shake, but uh, but he's basically done. And 
I don't know what's going to end up happening with Sam Darnold. The Jets are such a mess, notwithstanding the last two wins that they've gotten. But the fact that Josh Allen, who a lot of people said will never be accurate, he's gone out and had another incredible game on Monday Night Football uh, as we get ready for uh, the playoffs. He's either going to be at the two-seed Buffalo Bills or the three-seed Buffalo Bills. Right now, they would be the two. We'll see whether they really care and what they do in the final week. Same thing, of course, true for the Pittsburgh Steelers. My thought is that both teams will probably rest their starters and go ahead and not consider it to be a big deal who has home field there because the weather's not much different in Pittsburgh versus Buffalo. There's not going to be a lot of crowd present. There's really no home field advantage either way. In fact, the road teams have won more games this year than the home teams, which almost never happens, but that's the totality. Doesn't that speak to how hard it is to just project how good guys are going to be that the two riskiest options, I think a lot of people would have said, Josh Allen, he's just a big, strong guy. He played at Wyoming. He's never going to be able to be accurate. He's dropping dimes like crazy. And Lamar Jackson, oh, he's never going to be able to run an NFL team. Both of those guys are by far the best options, even though they were the biggest risks. Well, Josh Allen shocks me because the one thing I've always thought that you can't teach a quarterback accuracy. Yeah, that's been the that's been the talk. And he didn't have it at Wyoming, and he didn't have it early on in his career in Buffalo. And it's like this offseason, he found accuracy, which is mind-boggling to me. But he has, and he has been terrific, and he looks like a, a true star in the making for the Bills, which completely shocks me. And you go back to how hard it is to predict a quarterback and project him in a league. Two examples that immediately popped to mind of guys that you just knew were going to be great. Andrew Luck was a surefire, no-doubt guy. I think about the, 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 the luck of the Indianapolis Colts. Peyton Manning, you know, another one of those guys. There was a decision to be made between him and Leaf, but obviously the Colts made the right decision. They go straight from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck. The Colts really know when to suck and draft a quarterback. Now think about Jacksonville. Is Trevor Lawrence that no-brainer? Is he that next guy that is a surefire, no doubt, 15- to 20-year star in the National Football League? And if so, how impactful are these last two Jets wins? Massive. To, to, to now not have the number one pick. I mean, just think, Clay, about the implications to both of those franchises, possibly for the next 15 or 20 years. If Trevor Lawrence is as great as we project, and he is a no-brainer, surefire, future Hall of Famer, 15- to 20-year starter. Think of what that does for Jacksonville. And now think about the lowly New York Jets, who just won two meaningless games in December, and now where that leaves that franchise as they miss out on Trevor Lawrence. Do you think – we're talking about Monday Night Football and the big takeaways. Do you think Cam Newton's career is over? Um, because I started off the show talking about that angle, you know, Josh Allen and Cam Newton, like two quarterbacks passing in the night. Uh, Cam Newton has won an MVP in the NFL. He's played into a Super Bowl, but even been favored to win that Super Bowl in one incredible year that he had with the Panthers. Obviously won a national championship, won the Heisman Trophy. He has been, at times, a very transcendent talent. But it feels like this is it for him with what's going on with the Patriots. And I'm not saying the Patriots have a ton of great weapons or anything like that, and it's certainly a disappointing season on the offensive side of the ball for them. But the way they kind of just meekly got dominated and the fact that Cam really hasn't progressed at all as a passer, I feel like his days of being a starting quarterback in the NFL are over. Yeah, I feel like, Clay, that um, 
his days of having an opportunity like this are over. Yeah. Like he had a New England. Where a team says, this is your, this is your squad. Yes. I mean, I think that he's, he's probably going to be a starter again in the league, but it's going to be in one of these uh, sort of Ryan Fitzpatrick situations where it's just a team that's in desperate need of a starting quarterback. It's bad. Uh, that may go to Cam Newton last minute. He may get a chance to start for a season again at some point, but not really have a big impact. And he's not necessarily you – know, can you see Cam Newton being a, a backup? No, uh, I can't. I can't see him standing years. on the sideline holding a clipboard. I really can't. Yeah, he doesn't I, seem like I, a guy who wants to be a backup. Yeah, he doesn't seem like the type of guy who wants to you know, basically be a coach, which a lot yeah. of times you know, you're almost an assistant coach of the offense when you're a backup quarterback. I don't see him wanting to do that either. So while I don't think his career is over, I do think this is the last time we'll see Cam Newton with an opportunity like this to step into a team that could be pretty good uh, with some high expectations and be the starting quarterback. Question for you, uh, last question. I took my kids to go see Wonder Woman. Will you watch Wonder Woman? And are you more committed to the idea of wanting to go to a movie theater? You're a big movie guy. Or are you kind of stoked by the idea that you can watch every movie at your house on HBO Max? What do you think you're in favor of more? I love the movie theater experience. Uh, I think that there's an avenue, there always will be, for the movie theater experience in some way, even though clearly that's an industry that's going to evolve in how we go and watch movies now. This pandemic has kind of forced that, and now everything's going to pivot. But, Clay, I also like having the option, if I want to stream something on HBO Max. I have not watched Wonder Woman yet. I didn't see the first Wonder Woman. This is the second one, right? First one, yeah, first one is first one is pretty good. I would say this one's just okay. Kristen Wiig, I think it's pretty good. We went to the IMAX on the day after Christmas because I like sitting down still in front of the big IMAX theater. I, I like the idea that yeah, just personally, I mean, I, I like the idea of being able to go out and spend some money at the theater and try to encourage them to stay open because I'm hopeful that things are going to continue to get better and better. Um, and so we went and watched. I took the boys, Laura, my wife, we all went. And uh, it's just okay, but I love watching the IMAX theater experience. And even if you've got a home, you know, big flat screen, everything else, I think there's something fun about getting out of the house. But I also understand that that there's a lot of people who are like, ah, you know what, I'd, I'd rather not go to the movie theater again. It's expensive. There's oftentimes kids talking. People pull out their phones. Like, There's something nice about being able to just sit in your place and chill in your favorite chair and watch a big movie too. Well, and I feel like everything uh, with us, Clay, when I talk on your show, kind of goes back to Tom Cruise yes. and the rant that he had that we spent 15 minutes talking about a week ago. Um, when Tom Cruise comes out with the next Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible 7, or whatever it is now, I'm going to go to the theater and watch it. Yeah. That's the type of movie I want to see in the theater. If, if I wanted to see Wonder Woman, which I, I don't have a lot of interest in, in this particular superhero set, I'm more of a Marvel guy uh, than a DC guy. If it's not Superman or Batman, I'm not yeah. as interested in the whole DC universe. But if it was, that's the type of movie I would go and want to see in the theater. So I, there's, there's a place for it. But I think, at least speaking for me, I'm going to be much more specific on what I want to go see in the theater. I'm not going to go see every random comedy that comes out like I did, you know, seven, ten years ago in theaters. But when it's a big-budget action movie that should be experienced on the big screen, yeah, I'm going to go see Mission Impossible 7 in theaters. Good stuff, as always. Chad Withrow, we will talk to you again soon. Uh, Have a good New Year, my man. Yep, you too, Clay. Always fun. 
This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you, or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, for forklift operator to customer service the team at express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step whether you're looking for a contract job or a new full-time role turn to express employment interviewing with express can be as easy as a phone call and one application with express employment puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community don't go in your job search alone visit expresspros.com expresspros.com today Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. I got to tell you, I I teased it a little bit. The NFC East has been an absolute unmitigated dumpster fire this year. There is no way to defend this division. But with Dwayne Haskins being officially cut yesterday, and now with, sorry Eagles fans, you guys are the only team that has managed to actually be eliminated from the NFC East race. We are trending towards a ridiculous scenario where potentially 
We are waiting to see who's going to win. Now, it appears Alex Smith may be back, and that's a sign that I think the Washington football team was like, we are done with the Dwayne Haskins distraction. You know things have gone incredibly badly for you when you are a first-round quarterback and you are released before your second year is even up. And we're not even talking about a scenario where Josh Rosen got blown out in a year with the Arizona Cardinals, but at least then you were getting a new coach and they had the number one overall pick and they said, hey, let's go get Kyler Murray. I don't know what the Washington football team is going to do going forward. There are certainly a lot of guys out there that could be monster difference makers in terms of what's going to take place. But it's really wild how bad this whole situation has ended up for the uh, for the NFC East. Because just think about all the different issues at play. If you're an Eagles fan, your team is so bad this year that you weren't even able to be in the mix to win the worst division of all time. And Saquon Barkley's out for the season with uh, the, Gi- the Giants. He got out early in the year. You've got issues with Dak Prescott going out early in the year. You've got everything surrounding uh, the challenges that have been out there for Washington. A coach who's got cancer. Alex Smith coming back from an injury. All of that rolling in together. And yet you still don't have any kind of situation where you feel like anybody really has a chance to win this division and then go on and win a playoff game. Now, maybe I'm wrong, but if I'm the Tampa Bay Buccaneers sitting around right now, I want as much craziness and as much ridiculousness and as much insanity as is possible out there to all be in play. And it's just a total mess right now. Because if I am the Bucs, I want for this to be a situation where whoever wins, we feel like we're going to beat, right? The best possible wild card matchup when you really think about it. Whether you are the Bills, whether you are the Steelers, whether you're the Titans or the Colts, any three of which would be hosting a game in the AFC, whether you're the Seahawks, whether you are the Saints, whoever you might be hosting a game, Nobody is going to be in a better scenario than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going on the road against whoever wins the NFC East. This is an absolute cakewalk for them. And so they're going to be a massive favorite. Now, I actually think, and it's an intriguing question, who is the toughest matchup here? And I don't know the answer. I mean, I think it is kind of an intriguing question because the Cowboys are probably playing better than anybody right now and with C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup and Amari Cooper and suddenly Andy Dalton starting to play pretty well, I think there's a decent possibility that maybe they could score enough points to put themselves into a position to have a chance to be able to actually uh, roll forward and maybe pull off an upset. But if I'm the Bucks of anybody out there, this is the best possible matchup, Right you have a better chance to be able to win than I think anybody else out there. And so if that all works in your favor, to me, it's not a very difficult scenario or a very difficult situation at all to think that this is going to be a, the easiest matchup of anybody in the wild card round.
And I think we're going to have to circle back around and start to ask the question, hopefully in a real way, why are we giving automatic playoff games to division winners? The NFC East does not deserve a home playoff game at all. Why would we not just take the four best teams in the AFC or the four best teams in the NFC and give them home playoff games? It doesn't make any sense to reward a division winner with a playoff spot, if uh, with a play, home playoff game. Now, if you want to say win a division and you get an automatic playoff bid, okay, I can support that. But it doesn't make any sense to me at all to say that if a team manages to win the worst division potentially in the history of football, that they are going to deserve to host a home playoff game. It doesn't make any sense. And this is not picking on the NFC East. I didn't think it made a sense when the Seattle Seahawks got to host a home playoff game with a losing record. I didn't think it made sense when the Carolina Panthers got to host a home playoff game with a losing record. And it's not going to make sense whoever wins the NFC East getting to host a home playoff game either. It's just not a logical position. So as we break down everything in the world of the NFL, we'll circle back. I'll tell you the five worst teams in the NFL to start off the second hour of the program. I've already told you the five best. That's the Chiefs, that's the Packers, that's the Saints, that's the Bills, and the Seahawks in order. What's the list of sadness? I'll tell you next. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now.